Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of 20 Somethings Rand Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Fortunes, and I'm driving conversations around issues bordering 20s. Mm-hmm. So, if this is your first time here, you're definitely most welcome. Here on the podcast, we get to talk about issues bordering us as 20 somethings and also learn from those who have successfully crossed their 20s. So, you hear voices of 20s, mostly 20s. But we also learned from 30s, 40s, and all them big aunties and uncles. So today on the podcast, I have with me Damilola, who is a chef and a 20-something. Hello, Damilola. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to have you to be here. I mean, it's just it's sweet. Like, you're not going to be talking to somebody who is an adult or somebody who can relate or somebody who thinks you're just too much. Like, why is she bothering about this at this age? I'm happy. I'm in my own people. So, you know. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Which is why I created this platform. And which is why when you said, um, what questions are you going to ask? I'm like, no, girl. I'm not coming here to query you. I'm here to, like, (laughs) have conversations with you as a friend talking to another friend because I have a belief that whatever issues you're going through or having right now I'm basically I basically might be going through the same so I'm not talking to you as a counselor because we're both (laughs) 20s and we both probably need advice at this point but the platform is basically for us to you know just air our opinions talk about what we want to without any form of you know like any form of what's that word feeling like somebody is trying to scrutinize sure, you or like, make yeah, you feel okay. less of a person all of that and when dami said she wanted to come on the podcast i'm like great i want to have you so what do you want to talk about and she said go i want to talk about the relationship what her lies i am going through right now and i'm like are you sure? And she's like, yes. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> so on today's episode, we're going to be talking about relationship wahala. And I tell you, I'm having my own, I'm having my own relationship wahala. But first, let's start with Dami. Dami, what exactly are you going through? Like you wanted to share? Man, it's been it's a little tough. I won't say tough. I feel like it's part of the lessons we get to learn while we go through life. So, my relationship started, um, it's up to a year. I think about, maybe, it's, it's just, it's been a while, if I will be precise. So, um, we've been good, and, you know, I used to feel like, okay, I really do like this guy, we're good together, you know, we'll go out, he spends I spent too, we appreciate each other, we gift and all of that. Then it started when I just started noticing that each time he left the country to maybe go to um, another country for work, the relationship is like automatically on a pause. And then it was confusing, like, yo, what's happening? I understand that you might have to maybe jump on a Zoom meeting real fast. You might have to, you know, get to talk to somebody. And then maybe the time is different from where you are. You got to share different time zone, which I understand. You might be extremely busy, even more busy than when you used to be around. But, yo, I should still be on your mind. I should cross your mind once in a while. I mean, you say you like me, so what's up? What's happening? 
why do I have to stress so much to have your attention to talk to you? And we're supposed to be in a relationship. Man, it was tough. Was at some point, you know, I would sit and think about it, and then some of my friends would be like, "Eh, you haven't built your career to, you know, to where you even want it to be. You haven't even gone half. You're not allowing one guy to distract you." And then I'm asking myself, "Is, is it that my own head is not correct? <laughs> Am I not serious? Am I not taking my life seriously?" But then it was hard to shun that part because. So I did feel like, okay, I have somebody in my life and my relationship aspect, like the aspect of being with somebody is sorted out. So now I can focus, you know, I can put all of my attention on my work, on my podcast as well, on, you know, maybe starting to build up recipes. I wanted to start culinary classes with people and stuff like that. I'm like... So now this person is distracting me. That's a part of my life. It is almost impossible to shun it completely. And then my friend would be like, eh, is that what you're supposed to be thinking about now? I say, oh, more. Toby's like, you're not serious. Everybody's serious. So maybe <laughs> people around me were forming hard guy or hard girls. I think what that got to a point. I would force like, hey, what's up? I haven't heard from you in a while and then, I'm um, sorry, babe. I've just been in between many mixed feelings. I'm like, yo, myself, I have mixed feelings. Okay? <laughs> What's up now? You cannot be the only one settling your mixed feelings issues by yourself. We're supposed to be in this together. And I don't want to be around only when everything is fine with you. I want to share the moments when you're not happy. I want to share the times when you probably have like, a failed contract, maybe something was supposed to go through at work and it ended up not happening. Like, put me on it. Let me know what's up. Don't just give me your victory stories. And it starts to make people feel uncomfortable when I have to share stories or maybe I went for a meeting with a client and I didn't let her get the job. I'll feel like, oh, you you can't tell your guy this. So the guy really always went for his own space. How do you want to tell him that? You, you know, what you went for didn't pull through. You might see you as somebody who is not even up to task. But when you let me on these things and let's feel like, you know, we are humans and nobody's a perfectionist, I think I'll be really cool and I'll feel very relaxed. But all of those things were not even there. Then to now say the second time, he traveled again and then it was the same thing. So every time he's around, we're good, we're talking, we're okay, we're fine. The moment he steps out of Nigeria, that's it. Relationship suddenly just switch. It will just switch. And then I'm like, I ask, I've asked so many questions. You know, you know that moment that when you tell your friend, eh, so mm-hmm. maybe there's this person that I know that her boyfriend is going to talk to her. <laughs> her boyfriend is going to talk to her when he's in another country. <laughs> What do you think can be wrong with that type of person? It's not me. Who I just want to tell her like <laughs> what you should do. And then my friend will be like, mm, I send somebody else, or he's maybe married. I'm like, I'll be shay. But then I go back and I never take it because it's hard to just believe that this person I'm with, you know, will most likely be involved with somebody else. And I'm like, I'm being very honest, and my friends know me, I'm a realist. When it comes to this thing. I'm like, you can as well. I, I feel like in this era and time where we are, in this age, I don't think any man would want to go through the stress of lying that he's not married when he's married. We, we have so many fine girls 
in the mm-hmm. in the afternoon, something that wants to go out with a married man. So come to me and tell me what your intentions are. If you are married and I still want to stick with you, I will. It's nobody's business. But then I feel like, I, me personally, I just feel like it's not okay to lie that you're mm-hmm. not married when you're married and, you know, you have kids when you don't have kids or you have, you understand? So I, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense to me. Like, why would he want to lie? And he's a very young person. So I just was not having it. So I would tell on that person, ah, there's this, she's like a colleague to me. She's having this issue. Or more, I'm still the same person that's having this <laughs> issue. And then I've told so many people, like plenty of friends are having these issues. And just to gather advice. But then I found out, I don't think that's really good. I don't think I'll advise anybody to do that really because <laughs> people would scatter your head. They will give you what they think it is and what they think is not. But I mean, at the end of the day, when you tell your issues out to people, you should not expect anything less. Everybody will give you what they feel. Exactly. Everybody will share their opinions with you. Everybody will share their advice. Everybody will want to tell you, ah, one of their friends, it happened to the guy, they now later found out. So everybody will want (laughs) to share their stories at the end of the day. If I was the one to if I can relate it to something that has happened before or something I've heard before, I most likely would be sharing with you, you know, from the stories I've heard. So it happened like that. And at the moment, I just told myself, I'm not going to stress so much. I think I'm just going to let things that are very important at the moment um, take my time and then just consume my mind a whole lot. That would there would hardly be a tiny space for me to sit down and start to worry about what is happening in my relationship. So I just let it be. And then randomly, sometimes, even when he misses me or when he feels like he owes me a text message, he would just breeze in and then say hi to me. And then he's very good at me and he never confused them. He'll tell you, I'm going to be coming back from the state in like two weeks, and then two weeks can turn to three weeks, four weeks. The last time, two weeks turned to three months. This time, Mm. he was leaving. I told him, I said, please, please, I'm begging you, don't promise. Just go. Just go. Anytime I see you, I see you. Hey, he said, no, never. (laughs) This time around, he's very sure he's coming. I'm like, no, don't do this. Don't say me and you know what happened the last time you did. Don't. So I don't have my old style. I was planning on celebrating him. It was going to be his birthday like two weeks after he left. And I planned on so many things. I said to my sister, I said, thank God, do I not gonna start buying um <laughs> I, I not gonna start buying cheese and buying pepperoni. I said I was going to make pizza, I was going to do surprise tree and breakfast, this and that. I said I went to start calling you know, one taxified person and all of that. I'm like, imagine I had made some financial commitment. It would pay me so much because, I mean, I'm not rich. I'm just coming up. So that kind of thing, it's just like, yeah, I just, I'm that kind of person that would, I always love to appreciate people I'm with. There's nobody I've ever been in a relationship with that. We don't exchange gifts and we don't, you know, do things for ourselves financially. That's, that has always been me. I'm always like that. So, uh, birthday pass. I'm like, Yo, I, we did not see you, Daddy. What's <laughs> happening? And then he's like, um, he couldn't make it. Yes, I knew you were not going to make it. And I begged you. 
promise that you'll make it. Eventually, see now you didn't come. And then I heard so many stories of story. This is that. I did not get my ticket. I heard that there was public holiday. You know, the day there was um, a public holiday on a Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what concern you on public holiday? The airport is working. What are you trying to <laughs> Like, in particular, where are you driving at? And then there were so many stories. I was tired of hearing them. Yeah, I just let it be. So now, sum it up. So in the space of when we had our first that was when he first traveled. So there was this young pastor guy that used to pray with me I just needed somebody to like come up with me and then build my spiritual life with me and stuff. Like remind me to pray and then join me in prayer sometimes. So it happened that this guy now came up and said uh, he prayed and then he helped me see who was supposed to marry me and then he does not a picture of my boyfriend he saw in his revelation and I'm like okay and then he said it is his own picture he saw I'm like <laughs> ah nice one <laughs> <laughs> where is all of these things coming from <laughs> and then it turned my head I had to call my sister what's happening you know this pastor so and so saying I'm the one he's seen myself like ah, ah, you that I know it is not possible. How in the world are you going to marry a pastor? Like, it cannot work. It has to be fake to be seeing you in his dreams. And then it's not even like me. I have the officials for Tush Pastor. It's not like those Tush Pastor, me like Christ and Bassi. It's like all these spirits, Cocoa, that to not allow your wife to like wear earrings and stuff. And I'm like, how did you even see me? How did I flash through your face? Are you sure you are serving God with this guy? <laughs> I mean, you want to chop life on the low. <laughs> and then it happened like that. And I told myself, like, no, it cannot be me. So I really, I'm happy I'm sharing this story. I, it felt like at some point I was manipulated spiritually. Mm-hmm. I just suddenly found out I started changing. Me that on a normal day, if I'm going for events, maybe I'm going to cater for an event. I would, you know, I would love to look my best. Sometimes when the pay is really, really attractive, I even go as far as sewing a new dress for every event I cater for. Mm. I don't saw myself that this guy told me that all back, like weaving all back, my natural hair <laughs> that will weave under your hair and wear wig on it. This guy told me it was fine. I could go out with it. And yes, I did. And I was looking, I was looking like somebody's house girl. But I didn't see myself looking like that. Mm. But I don't know what happened. And I was like, what's up? Did you go on any errand? I said, no, I'm coming from wedding. And she was like, are you... <laughs> Why are you looking like this? And I'm like, eh, is it bad? And she was like, oh, no, they've gotten you. So at that point, <laughs> I said to... It was not even up to a month. And then because myself and my partner were not talking at the time, he had the opportunity to like, like come in. You know, he stayed and he would always call me every now and then because he knew that my partner wasn't calling as he mm. was supposed to. He asked me, like, how is my relationship and everything? I was like, what's there? So from that response, I want to believe he could, you know, pick one or two. Like, yeah. since people are not, it's like a perfect time for me to come in. And then he did. Mm. He started to help me make decisions that were just not me at all. He went just 
change me completely. I would just be living in my own body. But everything I did was just not going to be me. And the moment mm-hmm. I woke up, I'm like, what's happening? I'm almost lost, but thank God. And then he already started to say a lot of stuff to me. He started putting different things in my head. I'm like, man, this stuff is real. Like, we really do have to be careful. Mm-hmm. In the, in the, I, I wasn't searching, but these things just kept coming. But I'm happy mm-hmm. I'm experiencing all of this. Like, I don't know what I will be saying now if these experiences were something I was already involved with, legally, traditionally, mm-hmm. and then I'm now coming out inside it to come and tell people that ah, I want to... <laughs> I have done... And then it didn't turn out well. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so happy and I'm thanking God. Like, I'm really thanking God. Like, I'm not in need already. And then, because... You just told me that you want to, you know, be with me forever for life. And the next thing, you're already planning when we're going to get married. (laughs) (laughs) Tone it down, like small, small, calm down, I beg. I really don't know you so well. We've not even started talking. It's it's up to like three months. And then all of these things, like real quick, nah, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. And I, I know when I want to get married. And I'm not even, like, halfway into the things that I want to have and, you know, where I want to be socially, mentally, physically, psychologically mm-hmm. before I now make that decision. So now you coming up to me and telling me all of these things just felt like a complete um, manipulation. But I'm, I'm thanking God, really. I had to pinch myself, you know, several times to, like, take a step back and just tell myself like this is not you you really have to go back and find out what went wrong and just stay in where you're supposed to be so mm-hmm. really i know that you know so many people are having these issues with relationship my friend said she met one guy recently and then in less than three days nigga has borrowed like 30k from her <laughs> wow <And I'm> like <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, we what? cannot do these things to these guys because she's really of age. She's like 35, turning 36 this year. She's not married. She doesn't have kids. No sugar daddy, no nothing. So I'm sure he probably could smell that she was telling herself exactly that it was mm. time up or she was running out of time. Okay. So he, and he's a fine boy, you know, fine boy with <laughs> that time. So, so he was like, uh, "Is sure that she would find him attractive?" You know, he, he is this this muscle, and then he's dark, mm. plenty beard. Every, every girl's that dream. You so like you get. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I can't. Tell. It was just crazy. It was crazy. It is crazy, and I can definitely relate. First, talking about um relationship and the fact that how it affects you in the sense that. I think people don't realize that our relationships, whether platonic, romantic, whatever kind, family, actually quite affects us in different ways. And it's normal for it to affect you or affect anybody. Because I personally, like, also had issues in my relationship. Um, where for some... Okay, we've been, in my case, we've been together for a long time. And so... But I started to feel like the relationship had become complacent. And by complacent, I meant... It was just the everyday calling. I'm like, just call this, just just regular things. Like, just we just see each other. You just like, oh, I have a boyfriend somewhere. And that was it. 
just I have a boyfriend, I have a girlfriend somewhere. We call, yeah, we talk. But I was getting bored of it. And I'm like, okay, if this thing continues like this, is this is this is this a relationship? Is this it? Just this. Exactly. I got I was like, no, there has to be more to this thing. And mm-hmm. you know, I had to deliberately start to, you know, ask him questions like guy. Don't you think there's something wrong with this whole, um, what do you call it, this whole cycle, you know? I would even talk to my friends about it. And my friend would be like, oh, because you guys have been together for long, you know, it probably feels like you're already married. And so that's why there's no fire. I'm like, no way. Even if I'm married, I don't want the flame of the marriage to, you know, to go down and all yeah. of that. And, you know, we're thinking about that. I didn't realize, but I noticed at a point, I started to affect me. I started to feel certain ways. I started to feel rather insecure. And I'm like, What's happening? Where's this heading to? You know, this is not how it was when we started. Why should it be like this? It shouldn't be. I mean, if this had been the way it was when we first started dating, I don't think that I've gotten to this level because me being who I am, I always like to be adventurous. I like to do stuff. So if it's this boring, I know that if stay there for long go. So I I feel like tired. (laughs) Yeah, because I would have gotten tired, you know. I felt I started to feel like, okay, maybe something else was happening on the side. You know, I just started to have all of these thoughts and they just started to come from the fact that at first I felt like it was boring and as it started to go, it started to affect me, it started to affect, make things worse. I started to see, you know, like every little thing felt like an issue and then, you know, everything just started to have meaning. Everything that really wouldn't have meaning just started to have meaning. And this is just to talk about the fact that you were feeling somehow. I feel like that is totally understandable because... When you're in a relationship or any kind of relationship or friendship, even when you have issues with your friend, depending on how close you are to them, it affects you in some kind of way. And the best thing is to address it immediately in whatever form that makes you feel better. For some people, it's about communicating with who you're in the relationship with. I tried that, you know, by talking to him and telling him, hey, guy, also, Paul, this kind of thing, I don't like it. And we're both like, okay, we'll put in effort, we'll put in effort. it's still a cycle of we're still trying to find a balance of putting effort. And so I think that relationship, yeah, I really used to tell my friends that I really wish there was a shop where you go and buy a relationship. Somebody wants to be in a relationship. I just pick out the person and say, like, where you buy a car. I know that this is car I love. This is you. I'm going to have to service you. Do you? And like, we don't have to deal with it because it's such a complex thing. And to think of the fact that there's, well, there's no like age limit per se to when you can get married, but in our head there is a limit. You know, like yeah, you're not thinking to yourself. You're supposed yes. to. Yes. Suppo- what made this supposed age? I don't even know. <laughs> and the thing is, even as you know, even as I am here and talking to you right now, I know at the back of my mind that she says there should be no limit to this thing. But there's somewhere at the back of my mind that reminds me that okay, you're already 24. Mm-hmm. in a few years you'll be thinking about marriage and if your relationship is not working like this now it means that in a few years again you might be single and then as you're getting closer exactly. to you get married you will not be able just... to marry you know? exactly my point you know it's... <laughs> but when you explain it to some people they feel like what's wrong with this one is she desperate or does she, is she, is she is there this fear of being lonely but they don't understand like the way you just narrated it now it's the ordeal but they don't understand. They don't bring their. They understand, but yet. they don't like to face the reality. Because I really don't understand like, why. Like to claim woke. You like you know how people like to feel. Like... Ex- maybe exactly. You you're not wrong because I'm not. This thing is what it is at this point. I'll be turning twenty four in October, and I'm like, I'm... 
you know, at least I suppose like my relationship is supposed to be sorted out by now. I should have this guy somewhere. And I know that the only thing is we both just have to go and walk our ass out and then just mm. make sure we have achieved at least what we plan on achieving to a reasonable extent. Then we'll come back and talk about marriage. And not that you have achieved what you want to, and then you now want to go into the world to mm-hmm. start looking for what's not missing. Do you get? Yeah. I try to like explain to these people that that is mostly that's like the major thing or the major reason why I feel like most people just feel like it's okay to sort out the relationship aspect by making sure your relationship works. So I don't see why it's a big deal that. My relationship is not working well at the moment and it is affecting yeah, my day-to-day it's activity. Why would I be? It should. <laughs> Unless you don't care about the person sincerely. Exactly. Except you guys are just wasting each other's time. time. But if mm-hmm. it's a commitment, it's something you guys are into, like you're really into it, I don't see any reason why it should not affect you. If it doesn't mm-hmm. affect you, then it means you've been catching crews all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I feel, but I also want to, you know, give people um like some, I like to give people grace. I feel like some people, maybe they've not come up to that age of, of feeling that way. Maybe somebody who is just 20. I'm sure that in my 20, when I was 20 or 21, I probably, if you had done anything, first thing that I've thought is, guy, pack your load and go. I'm done. I'm done. I can't do it. Go. You know, right? So I want to feel like some people probably have not gotten to that age yet. And I want yeah. to feel like for some people, they don't really want to get married. I tell people, I want it all. I want to have a successful marriage. I want to have a successful career. I want to have great children. I want to be able to travel. I want it all. And I know that it seems impossible, but I've seen women who who I see, and I see them doing well in their career. I see them with their family, loving family. I see them with their children. And I'm like, these people are like, for me, what I want to be like I want to have it I don't want to say ah she's a very successful woman she's the host of 20 somethings around she does this she does this but somewhere I'm not married or I don't have kids I want it but some for for some people they don't want it so it's like okay maybe if you don't want it I want it so you can't you can't make me feel bad for wanting what I want because at the end of the day we're human beings that we all have like wants and you know we all have like what we Mm -hmm. want some people tell you I don't want children which is fine Whatever you want, I'm not going to crucify you. I'm not going to make you feel low of a person. But don't make me feel low or make me feel bad for what I want to. Because at the end of the day, I beg you, this life is different. And we all have one life. So, like, so like, it's, it's everybody choosing what you want to be. Choose Because I think I was telling somebody yesterday that I see certain people talk. And they talk as if there's just one way to do life. But the truth is, there are several ways to do life. There are several yeah. ways you can decide to go about life. There's no one cut and there's no one correct way. It's just what way works for you, what way you want, what way is in line with your values and everything. And it just makes it all the way. But then to talk, I, I sincerely, I'm not going to say that, yeah, I'm going to give you advice based on what you said. I can only just tell you how I feel about myself and relationship. <laughs> and we can like, you know, just talk about it. And, you know, just try to maybe find a balance or what would, maybe just a balance because I'd be lying to you if I say, oh my God, I know the advice to give you right now. You should do this, do that. I'm like, babe, I really don't know if I know advice, eh? I probably, <laughs> I probably would probably never be having the issue with me I'm having. But I feel You're like, sad, yeah. yeah, but I feel like talking to somebody who probably understands and who you can, you know, have this kind of conversation yeah, with is great. It's and it's mm-hmm. a relief knowing that for me it's knowing that i'm not alone 
whatever issues I'm going through now, I'm not the only one going through it. And it means somebody yeah. else in the future has gone through it and if they've walked past it and they've what's that word? They've um they've they've been able to conquer, they've gone forward, right? That's it. But I'm just gonna share with you um some things that has helped me so far, right? Um and so for anyone listening at this point here. Yeah, I'd like to say that if you have anything to add to this conversation, again, I'm not an expert, neither is Damilola an expert. We're just 20s who are just talking as friends. So if you want to join the conversation, you can definitely join the conversation by, you know, sending a voice note on Anchor if you want, or you can tweet at us using 20-somethings rant on, on Twitter. Yeah, tweet 20-somethings rant and drop your tweets. Or you can send an email to 20-somethings rant at gmail.com or you can also, you know, send a DM to Instagram, to Something's Rant, or to me personally, Jessica Fortunes. Anyway you want to reach out, you can just join the conversation anyhow, and I would put it on the next episode or something like that. Share you get that kind of thing. Yeah, thank you. Now, going back to what I was going to say. I was going to say that I'm just going to tell you some things that have, how I have been able to, you know, like get over the, the I can't say get over because sometimes I still think about it, but... In the past, a few weeks ago, it was really very serious for me because I was really, I was really thinking about it. I was writing in my journal, and for like the two first two pages were basically about my relationship. And in my, I started to, for someone who is so strong or looks so strong on the outside, I started to feel like it's shamble. I started to feel like, oh, you've turned to a nag because I was always complaining and complaining about the relationship, like. I don't want this. I, I, I'm not going to settle for this. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want... So I started to I started to feel very low or less of myself or less of a human being. But what did help me was first, I, talk, I spoke to people who are like older than me. Yeah. I, talk, I spoke to somebody who is currently above 30, who is married. And, you know, he was telling me about his experience of having dated somebody for... Dated his wife now for seven years. And, you know, he spoke about how there's always going to be like... When you're in a especially when you're dating for such a long time, there's always going to be that time where there's a dip. Like, it's normal. But what you have to do is, um, what you have to do is know that relationships die when nobody is putting an effort. Like, like he says, you don't need to actually wait for anything special to happen for a relationship to die. All you need to do is don't do anything. Like, don't just leave it like that. And it's just Uh going to die. So it's a continuous effort of two people saying, no, we don't want this thing to die. So we're going to keep trying to make it work. And, you're making it work, I'm making it work, and together. So he made me understand that even his wife that he's married to now, they always had that, they had that time of slow down, and then they decided, do you really want to do this? So that helped me to realize that, okay, maybe this is just a phase that we have to, you know, go through and maybe decide if we really want to do this. Another thing for me was admitting why I was feeling insecure. I was feeling insecure because when we, ha- we, we started to have conversation about the future and I realized that the person I was with, my partner, was, was, ha- had the intentions of traveling abroad, right? And for me, I grew up in a family where, like, my dad isn't here. So it felt like I'm, I'm going to probably have to live that life of your husband is in America and you're here. And I was so, I'm like, I can't do it. It's not me and you. No, I never. I think I can't. <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't realize that family issue or my upbringing was coming to play in my life right now in the sense that it was making me very insecure because I'm like, no, this guy is talking about traveling abroad. He has dreams of that. And I don't want to be the devil who is going to say, 
oh, you cannot go. But I also know that I have internal fears of I can't do long distance relationship. Relationship. I don't and truthfully, I know that Nigeria is really shitty right now. I don't know if I want to travel, pack up and leave the country right now or tomorrow or next year. So it's like this person I've been building with all this while and suddenly it feels like our parts are separating. You know, and that became an issue again and made me insecure. So I had to understand where my insecurities were coming from. And then when I did understand it, I had a conversation with him and told him, see, this is what I feel, this is how I feel. If we're going to make this thing work, we have to, I don't know, we have to make compromises This because I don't like the way I'm feeling. We had that conversation. I'm like, if we have to go our separate ways or whatever has to happen, but something has to happen, something just has to happen. And that communication helped me feel better because once I said it and I said how I felt and I had that conversation with him I felt a little bit lighter I felt like okay it made it now made sense like the person I spoke to you know he made it on he was like Jessica your your feelings your insecurity are very valid it makes perfect sense and you know he he broke it down from he's like it's obvious you are living in a fear of you don't want to repeat what has happened in your family before and anybody who really loves you would understand that this is what you're dealing with and would know that it's a very, very valid, valid way to feel. And it just makes sense to feel that way. And so it made me to feel better. So I would say that maybe if you speak and not you trying to say, oh, my friend, my friend said, no, you actually tell whoever it is that you trust, (laughs) whoever it is that you trust about how you're feeling and somebody who you know that could give you, you know, maybe somebody who is married. That's another thing. Somebody who has probably been there. And maybe they would be able to, you know, share um, experiences with you because that helped me. And then now, even though I know that the relationship is not really, you know, is not at the great place, I've also reminded myself that I'm a speck. Oh my God, have you seen me? I am a beauty. Because <laughs> I think that's another thing, you know, where you start to feel insecurity. What of? Okay, if I break up with this guy right now, what if I don't meet somebody else? Do you ever feel that way? I, I felt that way at the point. I'm like, what if yeah. I never feel? What if I'm never going to marry? What if I'm the problem? Oh my God, what's going to happen? What yes, I dead? have. <laughs> at some point, I had to sit down and maybe I started reaching out to some of my friends. Like, Alpha, how do you see me, Sif? Like, how do you perceive me? <laughs> so just know maybe there is something the guy has found out and then yeah. he's not talking about it, but you just slowly want to just, you know. You just want to slowly want to just go away, go away. and then just leave me by myself with my own problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, th- I had that. I had that moment, and for me, I think what reminded myself was I'm a speck, and I spent so many time watching romance movies, and then I reminded myself I'm a speck. And the truth is, whoever would love you would love you for who you are, what you are, everything. Of course, your baggage mm-hmm. is, and they would understand because you would also love them, and then. And then what's that word? And then you, yeah, you love them. You you love them equally. Both of you will love them. You love yourself, and you'll be able to fight for yourself. And I think it's quite, it's quite. I think it's normal for us to have these issues in our twenties, right? Because you don't have them now. When are you going to have it, right? Like exactly. You go through <laughs> it now, and then yeah, we might not and be then, able like, to fully avoid it in time to come. But I still feel like it's cool that the experiences are coming now. Yeah, and it, I mean, it just means that we'll have stories to tell in the future, you know, tell our children, exactly. oh, fine, you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be fine, I'll be there, and you'll be fine. So I think that's that's what I like to remind myself. And now I'm just also trying to focus on my career as well, like 
Okay, because some people say they meet their 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 married people. I mean, they meet their relationship people in their work. I'm like, maybe that's where I'm going to meet my own. So maybe maybe I said this. I was you were there. I was telling my I was telling my older sister. Like I have to be very very you know I have to be very very intentional about my dressing and you know the way I appear when I go to meet clients or when I go to kids. Maybe one maybe the okay I was older brother and that's coming from USA is going to be my husband. And then I'm just going to be looking some type of way because one person is just behaving, <laughs> you know, in some type of way to me. And well, I feel like in the course of work, you just might. I've heard so many stories. Yeah. I met him at the workway. I met him at the bank when he came to where I was working. Like, maybe it's my own. Oh, no. Maybe be my thing. <laughs> yeah and so i just remind myself to just be your best at every time be yourself and you never know i mean you might be here nursing over and crying over this other relationship when in fact the one that is supposed to be it is probably in front but you never know so i try to tell myself just try to try to create a balance and don't let it totally affect your life and then about the other person who was trying to manipulate you do you think it's because you're a lady and he felt like you were desperate do you feel like do you think like men want to prey on Women, women's desperation because oh, I'm trying to think all these brothers that say that they saw a vision do they only see vision because I feel like people mostly see visions for people who are maybe they feel like this person is ready me I feel like so um my my thoughts were maybe he, you know these people that pray God is <laughs> maybe so I, I feel like I I have plenty of things to say, and I would love to come on the podcast, you know, some more times. So I feel like, in fact, I was about to say me. that this is almost for this is going to be my longest episode because we're already always on forty yes, minutes. Yes, I, I know, right? Because I listen to I listen to Terry Softy's run, and I know that I don't think I've ever listened to any episode this long. So Go ahead. I feel like God is just some type of way, and then he he just he has mercy. And mm. even those that, you know, want to use the ability or the power God he has given them, you know, for their own benefit, he still lets them at, at the mm. end of the day. Maybe then he waits for them at some point and he decides to punish them sometime later. But I feel like this guy has prayed and he probably has seen a few things about my future. And it mm. feels like it would benefit him. He said mm. something that really made me, I was, I was shocked. I was like, wow. He said, um, I know that a pastor, pastor always have guests, like visiting guests, and he's happy. I'm a chef. I'll be able to entertain guests when they come. I'm like, wow. My <laughs> <laughs> left chest, are you serious? <laughs> hey, God. My sister was like, uh-uh, what can God not do? So you will marry my sister, and then she would stay in the kitchen too for he had to start talking me down said telling me eh, this content creation i want to start this one i'm saving money up for a new phone and then a stand i don't need all these things that's not my calling hmm. and i'm like wow <laughs> you so know, you know there was not this manipulation in the hair you get yeah. it like he just wants to turn me into what would benefit him and mm. then just quickly talk about marriage and quickly bring me into the marriage institution before any other guy grabs me or before my eyes <laughs> so when I when I turned around he was he took it in a very 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 bad way because mm. he knows my mom he prays my mom to sometimes 
God uses him for other people. But you know this thing now, like, guy, you're not doing <laughs> it right when it comes to my own end. I don't know what is wrong, but you maybe have to go and talk to yourself about it. He called my mom. I said, telling my mom a lot of things. Told my sisters that my boyfriend got back. He's sure. I've gone to maybe do something with my boyfriend, and that's why my head has scattered. And he's doing all sorts of things. I'm like, thank God I carry my siblings along. Mm, yeah. You understand? They mm-hmm. know these things. They know at they know what um they know the stage I'm in at the moment in regards in regards to my relationship. So there was mm. nothing he said that surprised them or took mm. them by shock. They because they know. And then I'm mm. like, wow, I'm not desperate. Never have I been. Never have mm. I, you know, um, acted it or maybe yeah. it showed in my reaction or it showed in my mm. way of life or the way I talk or do things. That this guy will now say is using that one to come and then. You start talking mm. to me in February, in March, you were already saying by October you want to propose to me. At the moment, <laughs> this guy is still saying he's planning the surprise proposal for my birthday in October. <laughs> I told my mom I will not be in Lagos. First week in October, I'm going to Abuja because it's time to carry us. And then I'll have plenty of followers because me, eh, in that aspect, I need to have shame. Oh. <laughs> of- I'm not amongst those people that people will be shouting, say yes, say yes. If I slap each and everybody shouting, say yes, everybody will go home. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. And I understand that. I mean, I've never, I, I, personally, I run away from pastors. I really don't know. I'm like, guy, leave me. No, no don't use me. Don't, don't use pastor, pastor to enter me. I'm like, just stay where you are. Exactly. <laughs> You know, because I'm like, just stay where you are, please, just leave me. Let me be praying to God the way I know how to pray to Him and let Him answer me the way I understand. You know that kind of thing. Not, mm-hmm. not showing you a dream and not showing me because I need to see the dream too. Ah, who are you that I need to trust? Only you. Really, exactly. I need to see the dream. <laughs> God, show me the dream so I get you. But then let me ask this question though. So, regarding your relationship right now, how do you feel about it? With like. Are you like in a place where you're like, okay, we're going to make this work, or are you in a place like we're just swinging it? Okay, so um, I really, really like him, and I want to make it work, but now I don't know if this makes sense because I don't know if he wants to. Have you had that conversation with him? Like, have you talked to him now? Uh, if you want something, I mean, I I had that conversation with my boyfriend, and I'm like, do you want this to work? And I know that sometimes he says yes, yes, yes. And I'm like, it's going to take more than just yes. There's got to be actions. Because when I watch movies and I watch romantic movies, I'm like, the way when the guy says he wants a girl, there are actions. Like, guys, show me yes, actions. Yeah, showing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so are you, are you asking him that question? Like, have you asked him before? So um, I'm just trying to... Yeah, he... yeah, I think I did. Okay, so um, he traveled on a Wednesday. That Wednesday, we had and like we had one of the best conversations we've ever had since we've been dating. We were mm. chatting, you know, back to back. I kept him company throughout his flight. He, mm. he so it wasn't so long, so he was there. We were chatting. I think the only time was maybe I left him to like take a nap for maybe about forty-five minutes or so, and then he came back. I asked him different questions we haven't, we haven't spoken about, like, is he ready for marriage? When would he like to get married? You know, and he said, no, he isn't ready. I'm like, yeah, see me, I'm not ready. Like, you know, he knows he hasn't been 
like he hasn't supported me financially in my business the way he would love to support me but he is still going to get there we're still going to get there he wants me to just be the best in what i'm doing and he also wants to be the best at what he does you know and then i'm mm-hmm. like yes this whole thing makes sense so that conversation gave me this chills like okay he is you know he's wanting to put in the work but now after that wednesday we spoke on thursday and that's it until mm-hmm. now we haven't spoken like our conversation has been shaking so today i took new pictures and i shared with him and he commented with you know plenty love emoji mm-hmm. i'm like <laughs> not going to get me so if I had continued our conversations, he would not respond. I know him. Mm. He would not respond again. So I think when he returns, when he comes back tonight, the last conversation we have about all of this, you know, back and forth, on and off thing, would just determine if I'm just going to take my energy and, you know, transfer it or take it somewhere else and use it for the right person. And just mm-hmm. let him. Do you understand? Because yeah. really, I I think I have so much. My mom is ill. She has like you know, answer. So many things are happening to me at the moment, and I try to make myself happy. I try mm-hmm. a whole lot. You know, I've I've been saving for a while now. All my savings crashed. So many things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> you can't just come and then in the midst of me trying to create my small happiness, listen to music, see movies. You know pray with my mom, play with her, cook for her, you understand? And then mm-hmm. all of these things, and you would just want to come. I told him um, I have I've been having anxiety you know, for a while now, and I'm not happy that he is not anywhere around for me to share these things with. And the mm-hmm. next thing he would tell me is, he also have anxiety issues, but he doesn't use it against me. I'm mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? <laughs> Last time I checked, you are you are very like you are extremely intelligent. <laughs> what has <laughs> got to do with anything? Like, make me understand. So you understand? I'm like, you mm-hmm. cannot be around when we just want to eat, go out, see movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have intimacy. That's not the only time I want to be. I want to feel like I'm in a relationship. There are things I want to tell you and I don't want to tell my friends. But because mm. you're not anywhere around, I have to share with them. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not asking you for hospital bills for my mom. Hell no. Even I know you like really care and you really want to see her well and stuff. But these things, what about you? There are personal things that I've been facing has been coming to me from time to time. My, my Instagram page is suffering. There are so many things I wrote down on my vision board for the year. Yes, I glorify God big time. I've been able to do quite a lot. And I had to sit down um, two days ago, and I checked, and I'm like, whoa, I've achieved this much? Wow, really? I was surprised. But then, you cannot just be there when you feel like, yeah, okay, it's time. All right, yes, what's up, baby? How are you? What are you saying? No, now. So I, I just feel like when he comes back, I will have a conversation. And what he says to me is not enough answer or response to the questions I've asked. I would decide on if I still want to, you know, if I still yeah. have spare time. 
to <laughs> give this a try and see if it will work. Right, yeah. And if not, I mean, I think we'll just be fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like, I'm at that point right now. So like, I'm like, you know, we're just going to, let's see if you're really going to put in the words and the actions to make it work. And I think, though, I think it's like vice versa, though. Also, I need to put in the work. He needs to put in work. So you need to put in the work. He needs. Yeah, like it's vice versa. Two people need to, you know, make it work. But it just, there are conversations that need to be hard. And then it's what just determines how we move forward regarding that. Wow, it's been amazing talking to you and chatting with you about this. I, I know that I did not give you solutions to any of your problems. I just basically told you about mine too. And we just rubbed mine. <laughs> It felt so good. <laughs> but, but I do hope that you have probably felt a bit better. And thank you very much for sharing your story here on 20-somethings rants. I kind of feel like somebody listening right now would probably have learned a thing or two. Almost importantly, would have felt like, oh, these girls can relate. Ah, that you know? <laughs> you know, because sometimes you feel like you're alone and nobody can relate. But I'm sure that by hearing us talk about this issue that we're having to on this journey of 20 somethings, um, they can actually feel like they're sane and everything. Because somebody even said that one of the most vital relationships you <laughs> relationships that's what i said one of the most vital decisions you make in your life is actually who you end up with and so i think having all this back and forth and trying to find the right place you know all of that is necessary yeah. to make the right decisions at the end of the day okay and so we've come to the end of today's episode of 20 something yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast i am i'm excited i'm really great um, i'm happy you know i'm the last few weeks of the podcast have been about talking to 30s, learning from 30s. And so, you know, I've really missed talking to people in their 20s like me. So thank you very much, Dami, for coming on the show and You're having well. a very beautiful chat to me. It's been amazing. I mean, just as you have felt good, I feel good too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, remember that you can reach out. Dami, do you want people to follow you on social media? What's your social media handle? At plus size girly. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you can follow Dami or reach out to Dami if you want to at plus plus size Dami, right? Plus size girl. Plus size, yes. E. G I R L E. Okay, great, guys. You had her. So do follow her and talk to her if you want to talk more about it. Thank or if you. you just want somebody to comfort you or just, I don't know, just be friends with that kind of thing. <laughs> so you can do that. Or you can send me a DM, Jessica Fortunes, or 20-somethings rant. Either ways, guys, I'm always here to, you know, talk to you and listen to you and basically just have somebody you can talk to. Yeah, because I'm your friend online. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so, <laughs> all right, guys. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you very much, Dami. This is officially my longest episode. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye. All right.